Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pastors Podcast here at Life Church in Chico, California. Bob Leahy here. I am here with Pastor Chris and Pastor Jeff again. Hello. What's going on? What's up? And we have been on a, in a sermon series talking about sin and uh, separating ourselves from sin. And so I have formulated some, some thoughts in my head and had some questions, uh, maybe some concerns about my own life. As, as I navigate uh, being evangelistic and, and the things that I like to be a part of that are maybe out in the world and, and really starting to, to kind of question those things and, and seeing, hey, is this really helpful for me? Is this healthy? Is this okay for me to do, but maybe not okay for others to do? Uh, are there situations where I can be in the world and be a light where maybe someone might try to go be in those same situations and they might get sucked in? Um, so I just have a lot of questions and thoughts on on this topic, um, and so Pastor Chris, man, I first and foremost, like I, I, I'll just an example, like I love to go to concerts, I love to go to shows, and I get in environments where um, there are people who are drinking, people who are acting like fools, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe some situations where the bands are doing things that I don't necessarily approve of, and. Uh, but I, I just love those situations and I just feel like the Lord really draws things out of me mm-hmm. in those situations and mm-hmm. speaks to me. But that situation might not be best for someone else to go into and, and evangelize. And so like, I'm thinking like, man, do I need, is that something I need to separate myself from? Right. And when do I find an awareness where I do know that, yeah, I need to separate myself or yeah. like, where's the sign that says, yes, I need to separate or no, you know what? It's okay. This is my, this is my mission field. Right. This is where yeah. God's called me to be. Yeah. So yeah. Where's, where is that line? Well, I think the encouraging thing in, you know, especially in, in John chapter 15 and John chapter 17, Jesus talks about, Hey, the world and I'm not of the world. I'm, I have my own kingdom. Right. But he says, I'm not, when he was praying to the Father, he didn't say, hey, get my disciples out of the world. He says, no, keep them in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be a part of this system, this this universe, this this world that we live in. Uh, so the, number one, it's, it's a reality. But the second thing is, it's like the examination of the heart. James, Pastor Jeff was reading out of James chapter one, about how sin is the result of being lured away or baited mm. in a direction to be in that environment. Cause I like to go to secular concerts too. And I'm around that stuff, but I have to be aware, not so much of the sin that's going on around me primarily, mm-hmm. but okay. What's in me? What's the bait for me? Where am I weak? Where am I vulnerable? Where can Satan like uh, that? It's a, it was a fishing analogy. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jeff was using Where's that lure? If I'm aware of the lure, let's say I'm a recovering alcoholic, I can then go, okay, the lure is alcohol. But we have this tendency as Christians, and maybe it's just evangelicalism that's kind of done this. It's like, no, alcohol, bad. I mean, so bad mm-hmm. that in our, our, state, our, our country's history, 
we abolished alcohol, right? <laughs> the whole thing of, yeah. let's just get rid of it. But it didn't work. Right. So putting yourself in that situation while aware of, okay, I know my weaknesses. The sin would be if you said, look, I'm not in complete control of my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be in that environment. Yeah. Because I, I just don't have the strength. Every time I try, I end up getting drunk or whatever it is. And or if he, Paul talks about the weaker brother, if I do something in, in the, the text that was, if I eat the meat that's been sacrificed mm-hmm. to idols, somebody could freak out. Always defer to the weaker brother. Don't mm-hmm. say, hey, I don't care. I pray for it, and it's, it's good meat. And if you, yeah. So no, no, you're more important, my, my weaker brother, brother or sister. So it's the same thing. If you, let's say you wanted to go with Lana, and Lana was like, Bob, I just... I really struggle going to those kind of concerts or that band. Yeah. You wouldn't say, we're going because we're going to be a light <laughs> and this and that. You'd say, hey, if you're uncomfortable with that, then see what I mean? So it's it's not cut and dry. It, totally. It's never supposed, we'd like to make it cut and dry. It's just, it's easier that way. It's easier that way. Mm-hmm. But no, it has to be a real assessment of self more than an assessment of the situation. Yeah. I, just, I think that's good. And for me, that's really good to hear because I think there are times when I, might go with a friend and since i'm the dd i'm I'm the designated driver i'm there with him i'm able to he feels like oh i'm safe because bob's here and he's responsible so i can let loose and it's like wait a minute that's that's not okay because then i am enabling him to to behave and to sin and to 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 take that lure um because i'm there as kind of like a safety net for him and that's not good like yeah. that's that's probably not a good environment for me to to be facilitating for him so yeah i love that and it's it is it is i think for each individual it's different right, right. like mm-hmm. but the important part is like it might be different for me like you said but am i enabling others who struggle yeah. to to go into that environment and and yeah actually mm-hmm. right. ha- yeah. feed into to whatever it is they're struggling with. Their yeah, I think, I think it's kind of interesting because I, I use that illustration of the, the the lure in the water and the bass, you know, going after it and just being lured in and tempted by it. And it's it's kind of interesting to you're talking about, a, you know, a situation, I think, for Bob, his conviction is actually to go <laughs> to mm-hmm. these, where somebody else's conviction is, no, I cannot go. And so to do, I think I also enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. Too, well, so. and I, and I think that's part of it, right? Like, yeah. I think that's that's part of how God made you, you know. And so, um, but I don't ever want to like. I think about the psalm where he he says the boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places, mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to say no to things that are so luring that bring us outside of those boundaries, yeah. and that would be sin in my mind. That that's a clear delineation for Jeff. That's sin. I if I jump that fence, this is my choice. I'm doing this. I'm going after this. I don't care what the repercussions are. I don't care what the consequences are. Mm. I'm mm. going after it. No. So I'm gonna I'm gonna know that. Okay, I know what tempts me. I know it is is luresome for me. I am gonna avoid places for myself that. Not, it's not just one lure. It's mm. I, like sometimes I could see like in a situation like that for somebody maybe a new believer who's come out of the party world and just like done all of the things who would go into an environment like that. And it's not just one lure. Yeah. It's yeah. many. And you actually <laughs> don't, you actually don't know you. the difference between a, a, a bad lure and actual real food. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and 
for the fish, you know, that's just going off that analogy. And so I, I think, I think we just have to be really cautious, uh, mindful and really ask questions. Like that's where vulnerability Mm -hmm. comes in. Like, Hey, Bob, I I would love to go with you to a concert, but honestly, I just feel like it's a little too much for me, but, but what do you think? You know, like, Mm -hmm. and you've been to so many concerts. Like for me, I I was just telling you, I've like, I think I've been to like one real concert, like (laughs) outside of the Christian, you know, circuit of things. And you know what it was? It was sticks. Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. And the guy was, the drummer was on like this revolving platform. It was pretty cool. That was in my Navy days. So uh, back in the days that I was giving in to those wars. (laughs) And, you know, like I, I just go back to, those boundary lines, I've got to know them and I've got to get familiar with them and I've got to be comfortable with them. I might not like it all the time. And of course our flesh, going back to our flesh, our flesh is always going to find a reason or an excuse to jump those boundary lines Mm. that, that the Lord has set for each of us individually. But then also as a body, I think too, as a body of Christ, I think there are like, I can see those individually, but then as, as the body of Christ, I think there are some too. And together, collectively, we've got to trust one another. And if you, if Bob or Chris were to come to me and say, hey, you know, I don't know if you should be doing that. Like, I get why, I get, mm-hmm. I understand, mm-hmm. you know, your framework or you have a heart for this mm-hmm. or or whatever. But but if either of you came to me and said, you know, I just think maybe it, it's set, like it's, it might set a weaker brother or sister yeah. up, I would immediately go, boundary line set, not a problem. Yeah. You know, not a problem. And I might be like, man, that's, I just wanted to go X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, but I want to honor our, that's God's, God set us up for boundary markers and watchmen as well. So yeah, that's a there good is part point. Of that. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think it's important to in community to be open with, you know, the mm-hmm. things that you're doing and to, to be able to have a brother go, ah, <laughs> you went and did that. And I noticed today you're really tired and you're kind of moody or something's off yeah. uh, this week with you. Maybe that's something you shouldn't have done this week. And maybe that's not something that fills you that you think fills you yeah. in a positive way. And so, yeah, I think the community aspect is really good. So, yeah. And I also would just say like, you know, s- specifically talking about, you know, separating yourself from sin, like, I want to be proactive about that, mm. not reactive. Mm. I want to, great. I want to actually like, it says throw everything off that hinders you. Like that's a, that's a proactive thing. Like I am going to just get rid of as much as I can so that I can have a clean and pure heart. You know, that's part of the Lord says, be holy as I am holy. It's mm-hmm. being holy is a high call. Like mm-hmm. that's <laughs> something we're all attaining to. And only through Jesus right. do we, do we have that? Right. So but my flesh always wants to just put those roadblocks in the way, catch my feet in the entanglement of sin. And so I've just really got to be very diligent mm-hmm. to know my own heart, to know my own mishaps, to know my own, um, I guess, possible failures or things that would lure me in. Those 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 big baits that I'm like, I just know that those are, I just can't even go there. So, yeah, you know, so some people, even with alcohol, it's like, I just... I don't have any alcohol period because for me, it would be a real, like it could be a domino effect. Right. So mm-hmm. like a, a recovering alcoholic, of course, you know, yeah. like just, I just can't have any like it. And for somebody else, it's like, Oh, that's kind of, I can have a beer, you know, every night when I go yeah. home, that's not a problem, you know? Yeah. And so everybody's got their boundary lines that are yeah. really important to know and to really invite the community in of close believers that, mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. know, in your network who say, Hey, you know, that's a hookup, man. So mm-hmm. just, just know I'm, I'm number one, I'm here for you. I'm praying for you, but 
also just watch your step. Totally. So I guess as we're going through the sermon series on uh, separating ourselves from sin, what is, as the sermon series maybe finishes up or whatever, what are some key takeaways that you want people to walk away just feeling or having an understanding of um, that we can maybe apply in our life as we as we go throughout uh, the rest of the the, the series? So. Man, I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I think, I just feel like this sense of, going, we have been compliant. Mm. And I say we, I say generally. Like, we, we've we just kind of gone, that's ah, not that big of a deal. You know, and it, it's okay. It's a little normal, passive instead normal, of proactive. You know, and, and you know, it's just, I, I'm feeling the sense of the enemy wants to numb us, That's numb right. our hearts, numb our conviction, because um, there's a huge difference between guilt and conviction, mm-hmm. you know? or condemnation and conviction. And I think the enemy's biggest, you know, one of his biggest ploys is to, to make us numb to, to the spirit that brings conviction of sin. And so I want to be really diligent about that. So, and in, not in a heavy handed way, not in a, in any sort of like, you are a sinner. Uh-huh. We all are like, that's what I keep uh-huh. saying. It's like, we all are, we've all been down that road. We've all, you know, today, you know, like we've all messed up, but the reality is that the enemy is constantly trying to draw us away and pull us away from the things of the Lord and what he wants to do in our life. And so I just feel like there's like almost a rising up, a calling up, uh, like, Hey, wake up. Like you've got to realize that the enemy's after your soul. He's after your family. He's after your work. He's after, you know, like he's after the people that are connected to you. And what a better way to get this guy to fail big time. Exactly. That would wreck like the generations to come. Yeah. And I think some somehow we've gotten sleepy, yeah. you know, with it. We don't take sin seriously. Or it's like, and, do, and I kind of got a little bit like this weekend, I don't remember what services. I just said, I'm sick and tired of seeing marriages fail. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of seeing kids fall through the gap, like, because I'm selfish. Yeah. And I've given into the sin life that I've justified because I just deserve it. I'm like, and that's it, garbage. It births mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. ugly things. Yeah. And it breeds death. Yeah. I mean, that's Without the reality. It's it breeds death. And I'm like, I'm I guess I'm an advocate for life. <laughs> nice. You know, so that was a lot of takeaways, but I think it's more of like, hey man, we've gotta we've gotta open up our eyes mm-hmm. and and really watch out for one another, I think, in that sense. But to a degree, I, I can't be watched out for if I am avoiding <laughs> Yeah. And so I've got to set that tone in my own heart. Lord, here's my heart. I'm ready. I'm awake. I'm watching what you want and I'm responding to you in obedience. So, yeah, I think sometimes there are, there's this attitude of I'm fine. Like (laughs) you can show up to the things and, um, go to, I don't know, men's groups, go to Bible studies, go to small groups, be here at church on Sunday. We ask for, if anybody needs prayer, everybody needs prayer. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. is not fine. <laughs> like, I, I think that's the, the realization that we need to come to. Like, that's right. and I, I, I think we can just kind of get a little passive and have this perspective of like, I'm fine. It's not, it's not a big deal what I'm dealing with. Like, and, and really those, those sins, they, they can just feed on us and like snowball and birth into things like a divorce or, I don't, you know, all sorts of terrible things that, I mean, we've been seeing some of it lately and, and it's just, uh, it's really sad and it, mm-hmm. it, it breaks our hearts and, and it's something that we all deal with and like, don't wait till you are at that point of divorce or at the point where you're 
sneaking around doing things you shouldn't be doing right when this has been something you've been struggling yeah. with for six months and like you've had an opportunity to to bring these things to light where yeah. where your brothers and sisters can can really rally around you and and help you I, and maybe to cap that off i don't know if you have any other thoughts pastor chris but i i said and i remember even writing it in my notes you know as i was prepping for the sermon do not wait yeah mm. don't wait what that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. Right. It's never going to be fun <laughs> to confess my sin to the Lord or to one another. Mm-hmm. But what it says is confess your sin to one another and pray. Mm-hmm. So friends, like come receive prayer. You can say whatever you need to say to get it off your chest and get it off your soul and your like and the Lord will obliterate that sin and you'll be refreshed and we'll pray. Yeah. And that's what that's what I love about life church. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and c- condemn you and judge you for 30 minutes while you, you feel scolded. No, the heart of Jesus is go and sin no more. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. I just want to just say like, don't wait, just get prayer and watch mm-hmm. what the Lord does through that. For sure. Like it's and redemptive. That's, that's so countercultural too. Yeah. Cause we're, we live in a culture that's so individualistic and it's yeah. such a, like, I can handle this. I got this. Yeah. I can pull myself right. up by right. my bootstraps. I don't need my community. And mm-hmm. like, if you continue to have that attitude, those things, they just, like I said, they, they'll snowball and, right. and you'll, you'll find yourself in a place that's, it's a little scary, you know? Yeah. Very. So. Yeah. And it, one last thought, and then we close it out. Give um, us a positive thought. Well, Dallas Willard is one of the guys I like to read a lot. Uh, in his book, Renovation of the Heart, he makes a statement that says the ultimate freedom that we have as human beings is the ability to choose what we think about or what we do. And it seems like an obvious statement, but he put it's the ultimate freedom. I mean, we're free in Christ, Right. But the freedom that we've been given, maybe this goes back to our post-Easter, what do we do now, is that we've been given this amazing freedom of to say, what do I think about? What do I put my thoughts on? I get to choose. Mm-hmm. No one can make me. And that's what you're saying. Just do it. Just. But if we're struggling, if we're procrastinating, it could be because we're choosing to dwell on things that are not healthy, not encouraging. What kind of what kind of stuff do we bring in? What are we mm. choosing to do? And so it's that amazing gift. We've been given this wonderful gift to choose what we think about and what we do mm-hmm. and just run with it. Now, I, I get it. Some people struggle with uh, horrific, abusive past, mental illness. I, I'm not saying it's, it's easy. Hey, just don't think about it. Or, hey, just think about Jesus. But no, I'm talking about the spirit of the disciplines of I'm going to discipline my mind every day to do this instead of doing that so Mm -hmm. that I can build up the strength Mm -hmm. to make that ability to choose God. Sometimes I'm weak in that. So I I make those choices. So go with this amazing freedom that God has given us and discipline yourself in just little tiny increments. Mm -hmm. You know, don't try to go run five miles a day. Just go walk around the block for five minutes. Start there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Well, thanks for listening to us today. Uh, If you have any questions or comments or thoughts, or you just need prayer, maybe you're struggling with some sin that's just holding you captive. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to pray for you. So shoot us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. And if you haven't listened to our recent sermons, uh, hop on over to 
our YouTube channel and give it a listen to, and you can uh, hear our recent sermon series on separating yourself from sin. So uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace out. Later. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.